they're going through phones like like gangbusters. They gotta they gotta save money somehow. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, oh. just real quick though, who is who do you think the top 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 four of Drag Race are gonna be? Oh my gosh, the top four. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, obviously Spice. Um, also, obviously. yeah, obviously Spice. Like, come on. Um, and I guess the underdog would be Colby, and <laughs> the uh, the um, and I think the um, good strong contender is Mistress, and then you know, and the winner of it all is Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Okay. <laughs> yes. So that's my that's this is my top four prediction. Okay. You're usually pretty yeah, good I, at that, but it's a little difficult. I don't feel like I know all the girls that well yet because of the shorter episodes, so it's like there's some people that I think haven't hadn't had their light to shine quite as much. Well, if we're looking on if we're looking at my track record predictions out of fifteen seasons, I've only predicted two winners. Oh, no. then you're really bad at this. Three. No, <laughs> sorry, three winners. There was three winners that I predicted out of 15 seasons, so I have a one in five chance. So I just think you're completely we'll wrong, see. and it's not that I have a problem with Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I like her. The judges don't get her. The judges don't like her, and they don't get her. Yeah, they don't. So I don't, I don't know. She might not get it, but I, I want her to get top four. Um, because I have a feeling that they're going to get, like mistress and like anitra to like lip sync and i feel like somehow they're gonna end up at the bottom and like something's gonna happen by the way i don't really mean the bottom because once it gets past the half point part where they're they're all like the the top like eight is always like the strong one it could be anyone's game at that moment because That's now true. they're just when you, once off. you get to the eight like yeah the the people that had weak spots are kind of whittled out and everybody, mm-hmm. basically, anybody in the top eight could usually could win, and I would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm noticing, like, especially with, um, well, we both saw it, the um, uh, Selena S. Titties. Like, she, like, I was, like, I feel like that was, I feel like that's going to be a turning point in the season, is like, now it started. <laughs> now we're, well, the big games are here. Sometimes I think it actually behooves you to get on the bottom once or twice because otherwise we may never see a girl lip sync, which is sometimes like a big part of what they do. And it also just, yeah, you see a whole different energy from them when they're doing like a live somewhat um, like of the moment performance. It's not fully choreographed. And sometimes you can Mm -hmm. really see what they can do. And then, yeah, after they do that, they get a lot of energy. They get, they feel actually, even though they were in the bottom, they feel like they got, like, positive feedback by not being sent home and by, you know, doing a good job and, and people really enjoying their performance. And then you get to kind of see who they are more. And I really enjoy that. Because, yeah, it's like, I know who Selena Estiti's character was, but I hadn't, I don't, I didn't really know what her performing style was until that moment. And I thought it was great. And I really enjoyed getting to see that. Um, so sometimes I, even someone I like, I like when they're on the bottom because I want to see that. I want to see what they're going to do there. And yeah, I thought that was really fun and I enjoyed it. I mean, and in she, general, I, I like her a lot. I think she's, I think yeah. she's really fun. And I like, I like her whole like Chola thing that we, you know, it's like, we haven't ever seen it 
pulled to the nth degree like she's doing it and I think it's it's really cool and interesting and it's kind of a a, a more gender ambiguous take on drag that we've seen in uh, on drag race which I think is yeah. a good sign towards you know maybe we'll get some drag kings in the future or something like that like I think oh. it's, it's an interesting direction and I'm excited to see more performers like that yeah for sure I feel like for me I don't know if this is appropriate but I always remember like it was an option but like she's totally like just a really bad vata <laughs> it's like she's like a she's like a chola she like is very like I don't know because she's like it's, she's from LA you know so it's just like you know she's part of like Chicano she's Latina her name is Selena <laughs> So, like, it's just, like, all of it put together, and I feel like it, um, it's a, like, we know that girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, like, we know that girl, and so that's why I feel like, you know, it's, I wouldn't say, like, I never really, I guess I never saw it as, like, almost, like, gender bending in any way, but I just feel like that's just part of the aesthetic. Like, that's just a, that's just a but, tomboy girl. Because that's, like, the, one of the first outfits we see her in, she's got that, um, the like the the plaid that's buttoned at the neck and then unbuttoned and then she's got the yeah. like the the chest underneath tattoo like, yeah 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 so it's like I think <gasps> oh you're right that was something yeah, you're right it almost looked like a men's chest or something yeah so i think she does it's yeah. you know sometimes it's it's the female aspect but sometimes she does bring in kind of a, a more masculine side to things and i think that's really interesting and a fun take to see yeah like, maybe will we get uh, a bearded queen at some point? That would be fun. You're talking about, like, Danny Beard from the UK season three? Oh, I didn't... I haven't... See, I, I watched the first two seasons of the UK, but I haven't watched the third yet, so... I oh, think that oh is... gosh. I don't, no. there, there, there's, a, there's a bearded queen. There's a bearded queen called uh, Danny Beard. And oh, well, that's great. We need more of that. We need more of a lot of he things. He is hilarious. Like, yeah. I I I was reading for him and I he like wall my heart over like in the first two episodes. <laughs> um but yes, um so that's my what is your what's who's your top four? Who's your predictions? Okay, well I mean I think you'd be out of your mind not to put Sasha Colby in the top four. Like obviously given everybody's response to her her you know experience in the industry i don't really think there's going to be a challenge that fully throws her um so obviously sasha i agree with you mistress isabel brooks is probably going to be in the top four because she's just got that classic drag style uh that i think and it's texas and she can like yeah she can handle anything that's thrown at her too which is great like i don't mm -hmm. think i think she's a true professional and I just don't see her getting flustered very easily. So I think she's going to go pretty far. Um, I really think Lux Noir London might surprise us. She's, I think, oh, yeah. secretly really sharp. Uh, and she really gets those pop culture references, which is big thing for Rue. And she is playing this really well early on to just make him laugh be relatable and like that part like the pop culture dictionary that Lux is just dropping um is gonna take her far for sure 
Yeah. Well, and I just love like when when they were like, "Is there anything else you want to add?" And she was just like, "No, I just think I did a really good job." And I just thought that was <laughs> a great thing to say. Like, I thought that was so funny, and like, it's conceited in a way that doesn't put other people down. And so I really yeah. I like that about her. Um, as far as the fourth spot, I don't know. Maybe Anitra. Anitra started off really strong, but she hasn't. Again, we haven't really gotten to see a lot of what anybody's doing, so it's hard to say for sure. Um, but yeah, maybe Anitra, maybe, I don't think Spice is going to make it all the way without her sister. Like she's kind of a, (laughs) I like her and I enjoy her thing, but I think they're Mm -hmm. kind of better when they have each other to play off of. And when other people don't really get their tone, it's a little bit hard Mm -hmm. for them to keep playing. Like they need somebody who gets what's happening to like make their humor work. So I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I like her. I think she's going to go far, but I don't think she's going to make it to the top. So yeah, maybe Anitra. And the fourth one? That was four, wasn't it? Sasha, Mistress, um, Anitra, Anitra, and uh, Lux. Said, Lux, yeah. Lux. Lux. Yeah, so there I think, we go. I think That's that a good. That's a good, solid one. Because like even then, like there's still even other ones who could definitely do it or who have potential to kind of get up there. But I think like. Uh, Possibly like Lucy and Laduca. They the the judges really like her style of drag. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's possible she could be up there instead of Anitra. That's kind of a toss up. I mean, yeah, the odds of having a Connecticut queen are high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be at least one, right? Yeah, I mean, statistically, I feel like... I was, Er Eric and I were saying, like, she's probably so good at the reading, she won the reading challenge because she's a construction worker. So all they do all day is the straight boy version of that. So (laughs) it's like she she can probably take it and dish it like no one's business. How did I, how did I, uh, yeah, see, that's what, this cast is like so... Like, had like, there is a good bunch, and I think, like, even though like Colby is there, I feel like this is a good competition, even for her. <laughs> like, yeah, it, I think, like, she's I think, not like, right, necessarily right, I think that, automatically going to win. Like, this cast has brought a lot to the table for her to compete with. Mm-hmm. I don't think she, I think she'll be, I think, I hope she's like being challenged, and I think, like, as long as she's being unbothered then I think that will work well in her, her edit, <laughs> you know? Cause like, like the moment in these movies, in these shows, like, or anything like this, like if you start to say like, oh, I can't do this or, hey, I can't like, um, what was the one that basically like, like it wasn't until the judging panel, she admitted that she didn't know how to sew. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Like, you- uh, Malaysia baby doll Fox. Yeah. I mean, she, I really like yes. her. I think she's going to get really high. Um, and I think that was a really good approach to it because it's like so many times in a challenge when people are like, oh, I'm just not good at this. Then they don't do well. And her being like, well, I've never sewed, but I'm not going to say I can't do it. Like she was basically, I think she even said like, fake it till you make it. And that brought her yeah. so far. She was in the top. And I honestly think she deserved to be in the top. And she, yeah, like just go into it. Don't go into it saying, well, I can't do that. Because then your attitude is, gonna make it so that you don't do that 
<laughs> you know, like and who and, and then like, can you imagine like how much attention you'll put on yourself for the producers to be like, let's get more of her. She doesn't know what she's doing because she told us she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> like right? because then like that because then that's what like the other girls end up happening to them, like the ones who like didn't know. Also, how I to just sew, don't understand like. Know? She did take one sewing class, so at least she, like, understood how a sewing machine worked. Some of these girls go, like, why? At this point, why are they going into the show with zero sewing experience when you know <laughs> you're going to have to sew something? Yeah. <laughs> like, literally uh. find one easy pattern that you know works on your body and just bring that this is all on the casting director at the end of the day, I think. I'm like, they, they, they do this on purpose. They pick these people on purpose. Yeah, but then once you've been picked and you know you're going to be on the show, go to a sewing cl- class or have your friend teach you how to make one garment. Like, so that you don't have to use super glue at the very least. Like, it's not that hard. If you can draw on a straight line, you can sew. Also, I feel like it's always those gray brother machines, which have never been my friend. Like, I, I've been to several costume shops where, like, that's, like, the super backup sewing machine. <laughs> and, like, well, they're yeah, not... Yeah, you can't... You can't give I really don't an industrial. Know. They would just sew I, well, their I'm hands just saying, through. <laughs> like, but I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm always, like, every season, I'm always constantly surprised with the looks that they can pull off with those... Uh, real basic ass gray brother sewing machines I mean I don't have the fanciest sewing machine in the world I could make it like it's like nowadays too like most basic sewing machines are still pretty good yeah I just like I just don't think that machine is like forgiving for newbies at least for me yeah like if I if I I feel like I'm like that is just not a super good one to not much like it's, it's decent for any job but i feel like if you're gonna like if you don't know how to sew and you're giving that machine i'm like that's just more difficulty why would you make this harder for them well the issue is <laughs> always just... the bobbin too it's like if you don't know how to sew it's always the fucking bobbin and even nowadays mm-hmm. i will have sewed for like feet and then found out my bobbin wasn't bobbining <laughs> and it's just like so frustrating uh. So I do under yeah, it's like especially the bad machines, it's always the, and you can see too like when they're when they're sewing is fucked up, it's always the bobbin. Yeah. Uh, even if you know how to sew, like at least for me, I feel like my machines are like intuitive, like they become extensions of me. So I'm always well, and it's just like, like they're using that shitty fabric that like sewing needles don't like to go through, like. Yeah, and I wonder about that. Like, I wonder, like you know, you need like a ballpoint needle to go through like spandex material which is in the room because there's constantly stretchy fabrics yeah they they, had those like uh, rolls of stretchy fabric on the wall that's kind of what they're encouraged to sew with yeah do they have the right like do they have choices of needles so that at least if you know what you're doing you'll know because i do think sometimes yeah they complain about breaking their needle and it's like i didn't even know until i've been sewing for like years that you needed to use a ballpoint needle to sew stretch fabric so it's like yeah. yeah You would think a really pointy needle is always the way to go. I know that that, yeah, for someone who doesn't know how to sew, that's definitely going to trip you up. Yeah. The only drag queen I know that I could possibly ask is, like, Tatiana, but she hasn't been on since, like, season two. So it's not even this. I hope those aren't the same sewing machines. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
they might be, you know, but God, that wouldn't suck. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like you have these sixteen-year-old sewing machines that you're dropped into this competition with. <laughs> you have a fashion line inspired by Mastelle Fassage, and you're gonna use upholstery fabric. <laughs> Oh out of gosh. okay, out of those three, which one would you have wanted? I would um I think for what would be safe for me and like what would be like a challenge. Um I think for me I would want to actually do House of Visage. Like I think like that's my drag. I, I thought that worked well for Spice because her outfit, I think, looked one of the best, even though it was so simple and boring. But it was her aesthetic. So, like, you but know, she's I think, a okay, my, my, my issue with that is that I think it was Spice's aesthetic. I don't think it was cohesive with the other designs. Oh, gosh. Though everyone's collection was almost... <laughs> like, I don't know. I kind of didn't like any of them. But um, maybe... I think I like maybe Ross Matthews' collection. That was probably... Like, for me, that was the strongest, yeah. but... I think that one I would want second, and I think I would maybe steer away from um, Carson Kressley's um, room. That's funny, because I see you as working with those materials more than anything else. I definitely would be a House I, of Matthews. I would do, you know, like, I think stylistically, I, I, I almost, I, everything I see Trixie Mattel and I always turn to Eric and I'm like, I would wear that dress. So it's like, I would yeah. just make you know, a dress Trixie Mattel would wear out of any of the fabrics that were in the Ross Matthews room, and I think it would be fine. Um, but I see I, you doing I, the plaid and yeah. equestrian-styled stuff from the House of Carson, more so I just than... feel like I would have done something more, like, Vivian Westwoody with it. And I realized that, like, the direction that team went to, they went more the equestrian route with that material, mm -hmm. which I guess, like, I think stretch the narrative for the theme, but like I just would have used those fabrics differently. Like I would have just wanted more asymmetrical. I would have wanted something more, I don't know, a little tablet looking, a little more punkish. No, I agree with you. Like that's what I like literally thought the same thing about like, yeah, I would do more of a Vivian Westwood thing, which is I think kind of what Jax was trying for. Um, yeah. I got what her outfit was. And so I kind of liked it. But I do, like, yeah, the jacket didn't fit very well. She knew that. Yeah. But I understood it. And I even, like, Eric was like, why did she wear that, like, mullet wig? I didn't really get that. And I was like, well, no. Like, I think, like you said, I think she was going for more of a kind of punk-inspired Vivian Westwood kind of thing. And so that was kind of meets Heather's, you know, which also yeah. makes sense with that narrative. I just think, yeah, like, it wasn't super, no, no one was super cohesive. But I think, like, if you were there and you were like, okay, we're not doing Schoolgirl, we're doing Punk, we're doing Vivian Westwood, we're doing Industrial Accents with this plaid, mm -hmm. then you could have gotten yeah. all the girls on the same page, and I think it could have turned out really cool. I mean, nothing, there was nothing yeah. that I, nothing that I hated, I would say. As far as yeah. the design challenge goes, like, even, um, fuck, McLovin, what's her name, who went home? Amethyst. Her yes. outfit wasn't terrible. I think the worst part was the frill on the the panty. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, but ultimately for someone who doesn't know how to sew and someone who's like not necessarily like 
fashion-minded, I think Mm -hmm. she did what she could and she pulled something out and I didn't think it looked awful, you know? So it's like, at the end of the day, I think this was a really successful design challenge and we saw some really interesting things. There was just, like, minor, like, little things that, um, it was just, like, amateur stuff, I feel like, that wasn't going through. One was the frilliness, because it did show under the dress, and then two was, like, the hem that she glued, like, she, it wasn't, like, a rolled hem that you should do with that type of material. She, like, glued it, and then she didn't, like, iron it, so it's just, like, wrinkly hem. Well, I mean, I don't know how you iron a glued hem anyways, you know? At that point, almost just leave well, I it guess raw. I, I think that, no, yeah, either that or iron it first and then glue it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, Although, you know, I, I mean, there was just, like, there was just weird stuff. There were just so many things that made that, like, dress look, like, so bad. But it just, like, could have been fixed. It just could have been fixed in little ways and just little tweaks here and there to make it great. The belt should have been bigger. Um, I, and I feel like the cowl drapery and like it could have been more pronounced and could have been sluttier it could have been more jersey that they were going for right um, i do I think, think just do making, agree, it, yeah. making it a shorter dress maybe and then yeah making the cowl mm-hmm. kind of show some cleave would have yeah gone a long way for making it more cohesive with the rest of the collection um yeah just more just just jersey shore it up <laughs> yeah when in doubt especially since she was house of visage yeah, it's MTV. Like, come on. <laughs> Wear the outfit. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, it wasn't the worst thing we've seen in a design, in a design challenge. <laughs> it was not. I do think Jax was probably, for me, I saw um, McQueen, like, very early Alexander yes, McQueen. Yes, I actually really liked that she used the part of the fabric that had the um, the grommet. I the, thought that was a really... Curtain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cur- I thought that the, was that a really time. cool was, uh, yeah. idea. And I do agree that it does have kind of a McQueen feel to it. It's like, I think, mm-hmm. I just think her thoughts were really good. And I think she, I, I could see what the outfit was trying to be. And so maybe I'm giving it more credit than it deserves at the end of the day. I don't know. Yeah. But I liked it. Did, and it's like, yeah. you could also make an argument for the fit of that jacket. Like, kids these days are wearing kind of like awkwardly oversized jackets. And she's younger. So it's like, yeah, could have been a choice. Because they said it was... They're like, it's baggy and ill-fitting. I'm just like, oh, but if you were, if you were going for McQueen, if you're going for Vivian Westwood, you, you, those could have been way more intentional. You know what I mean? Like you could have just like cut it and made it look a crop little, like, like Chanel jacket looking wannabe with just like more, and then add more studs and rivets, make it more punky. (laughs) So I don't know. There was like, I just feel like that could have been the direction I go to. And I think that's why I wouldn't pick them because like, that's where I would want to go, but it would be hard for me to convince a whole group of drag queens to do that who want to look polished. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know, I think, yeah, at the end of the day, you also want it to still go with who you're presenting yourself to be. So that's hard to like, you want it to still say your character. I get that. I would like that's why I say like I feel like I would struggle trying to make like resort look good because I feel like I don't know how to design that genre that well. But like when it comes to my drag, I go full slut. <laughs> so that's why massage I feel like would be easy and safe for me, and maybe yeah. I can thrive in that. <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> like, true. Not everybody does a resort thing. And then I was also kind of wondering like Sasha looked so good in her outfit. But then I was like, if she was just, like, less hot, would they have liked it less? Like, it wasn't, 
it was yeah. well constructed, but it just like, you know, maybe it wouldn't have wowed. The jacket was a cool idea. It wasn't just a, a caftan. It was like she actually put sleeves in it and stuff. So it's like, oh, I do really like her outfit, but that it just did have me wondering, like, if she just wasn't quite so sexy, like, would we have been as floored by it as we were? But, you know, we'll never know because she is sexy. So it's like we see her being sexy in the sexy outfit and she looks amazing. And so yeah. we're kind of blown away by it. But it's like, was it really top material? Like, I agree with on... Um, the pit stop they were saying that like Marsha Marsha Marsha's was like the best she's ever looked and I think that's true and I think there were some cool elements and we didn't really get to talk about her outfit at all and you know or they, the judges didn't talk to, and she keeps getting in the yeah. middle and so nobody's talking to her except for telling her apparently she needs to wear more makeup which I think is stupid but the whole like sleeve <laughs> but then it was like cut out in the back was like really cool and I think the length of the skirt even though it was a little old timey, just hit her at all the right spots. And I think it looked really, it was like the exact right choice for her. I was wondering how you were going to feel about that because I know you hate like knee or half calf length dresses. <laughs> I don't hate so... them, but you, you have to be careful about them. Like, and I think, yeah, I think that just, like, proved to her, because she keeps getting dubbed as, like, this fashion queen or whatever, and I see it sometimes, but I think this time I actually saw it, because I agree with you, like, the proportions worked for her, it was, like, the right length for that, and I think that's really underrated of, like, what's, of people who know their body, for one thing, and then to know when to pull that look out, because yes. <laughs> that's well, not the first time we've seen, like, yeah. She also, she made a look that didn't look like she made it in one night. She, it looks like it was, you know, bought from a store and it looks like it was bought yesterday. It looks like it's fashionable, like actual fashion. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of times that doesn't happen on this, the design challenges, especially the unconventional on material show. ones. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you take all of that into account, I think it was a pretty impressive show. Yeah, I really, I really liked it. I, I feel like if I was there though, I'd totally get the wire cutters and like take out like the couch springs. Like I oh would, yeah, but like, you're like, so avant garde, like obviously. I and like I'm like I'm like I would totally like I'm like this needs wires. I want a wire built like something something crazy. Something but it wild. also depends on what you're going for because it's like sometimes they do want something more like trendy modern fashion which that wouldn't really mm -hmm. work for and other times they just want to be wowed so it's like it yeah. depends on what the challenge is and what they're looking for because yeah if they want just want to be wowed build some kind of structure with the couch wires or something but if they want it to yeah. look like fashion that might not work in your benefit you know it just kind of depends on i mean that's why like i would i feel like i would do something crazy like i would want like a tiger print um like wired like fringe looking like flowers like i would just like wear like a little skimpy almost like a little gucci dress like also and then just have this like tiger print flower on my shoulder <laughs> just this constructed weirdness and i feel like that's what i want to do just a little short dress with like a huge stupid flower yeah that sounds like you yeah yeah and i think that will might marry into like the the maselva shaw's like um aesthetic <laughs> if you do it right yeah, I would struggle. I would struggle. I just have to get my padding correctly. Otherwise, I'll just, like, look weird. Oh, especially in the but House of Massage, like... because she is so focused on body in a way that I find a little frustrating. But 
if, if I had enough time, see, I would want one, like, on my shoulder, almost a, twice the size of my head, and just have that covering, like, by one part of it, little Gucci dress, and if I can, make another flower to put on my left hip. Yeah, I mean, that sounds that's like what, your jewelry, yeah. so that makes sense that that's... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's something I could make in a day. <laughs> Probably because really the sh- the the main dress would just be like a stretch shift dress. Mm-hmm. And that would ruch it on the side. Like I yeah. want to like hide all my mistakes. Like it would be total like 2012 like <laughs> forever 21 going out <laughs> skirt looking thing. And then you have like Little the thre- like the 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 threads da- not the threads but like the um the cords dangling on the side from the ruching. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and if I can find any, like, strappy heels, like, the strappiest ones that, like, tie up your ankles for some super reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds... I, going I'm, out. I'm very much picturing this. I get what you're going for here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that's what, I, that's what I would probably pick. Um, what did you think of Selena's, like, outfit, since she was at the bottom as well? Um... I loved the jacket, actually, and I think, yeah, it was oversized, but again, that's, it felt, it, it, it actually felt like something that, like, kids would wear. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 sometimes the judges seem a little out of touch to me about certain things. I don't know. Michelle has teenagers, so she probably knows what's going on, but to me, it looked, like, kind of cool, and it, innovative and interesting but i do agree the outfit underneath i think she spent so much time trying to think of like something transformative and interesting that she didn't spend as much time on her outfit underneath and so the fit was just all off on the base Mm -hmm. parts of her outfit which also if you think about it like every that's kind of her look in general because again she's adding a little bit of a masculine element to some of her her looks um, and so I was like thinking and I was like, yeah, a lot of what I've seen her in is like intentionally boxy or oversized. So it's a little hard to tell if does she not know what fits her? And so that's why she designed it that way. Or mm-hmm. she just not a seamstress. And so it just didn't turn out quite how, like how she imagined it. Uh, because in everything else she's done it and it works because of the style that she was going for. But with this particular style, it just didn't hit the note. But I liked yeah. the jacket a lot, the backpack jacket cape thing. I thought that was really cool uh, and looked super cozy and interesting, and I, I actually really liked it. But then, yeah, what was underneath was just, like, a rectangle. Yes. I, 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 like, the, I like the concept. I think the design and the concept were there. I think the execution of it, I agree, was just not um, fully up to par of what, like, I wanted it to be and then like on on the show they, you barely have like what three seconds to conceptualize her whole look and take it in <laughs> i know then, that's true too it's then, like we don't have enough time yeah. to look at her yeah <laughs> but she posted the whole out her look like i think like on twitter or somewhere yeah and that's when i was like actually like oh let me click and look at it and that's when i was like zooming in on it and i'm like oh whoa <laughs> like like these are repurposed ones and she didn't even fix the sleeve on it like there's just some like raw sewing and I'm like ah you see if they went with the Vivian Westwood direction that would have been forgivable (laughs) right like raw edges 
You wouldn't have to hem mm-hmm. anything if you did. Like, yeah, there are choices that could have been made, but they, they wanted to look more preppy. Um, yeah. Which does, which does come, if you want to look preppy, then you have to be clean and precise. Uh, so you kind of have to make those choices. But I, one thing yeah. I will also say is that when you find out later that it's a bodysuit and not just a shirt, that's kind of impressive. Yeah, yeah, that there were, like, layers to it. And I feel like that's what, like, saved her was, like, I'm like, cool, yes, take that all off. If it is awful, take it all off. And she did. And she, like, used it in the song, and it worked out. Like, everything just, like, worked out in her favor. And I'm like, wow, we got to see what she can do. She just sent home a girl that sent home three girls. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think it was insight into her brand and I liked it and I thought it was interesting yeah I think that's really good I think that will I feel like like that's what will take her far is the fact that like she's one of the few queens that has such a sense of herself mm-hmm. and he, like she she knows the concept of herself and I think that's just like executed it's just like where she falls a little short or where she fell short in this particular time I don't know if that's going to happen in the future <laughs> But yeah, I will I mean, say there's just like, so, so many. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many girls in this season. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. We're still getting to this know is, them. This, we're still, we still are. <sighs> well, anyhow, you're gonna have to cut all this out because that went forever. But <laughs> I'll make it. I'll make it. Its, I'll make it its own episode. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, that was um, a bonus episode for RuPaul's Drag Race Episode 5. One of the episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. Thank you, everyone, for listening to If Costumes Can Talk with Paris and Kelly Michelle. Thank you to Loatique for our music, Ice Cream With You. And follow us on, on our Facebook page where you can find updates on new episodes and a link to our website, which I will at some point update. <laughs> yes. perfect though well guess um, we'll see you bye bye